right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, think- you know, get, we were closing out there. I, I, I saw I had a, it was in a vision of the father, and uh, so I think that'd be great. Yeah, so if you haven't seen part one, go back and look at that. You'll get a little bit more of Daniel's story and his background in a book that he's written. I uh, would love for you to take a look at all that. And um, But I think we're going to dive right in. We were just talking about servanthood and, and what that looks like in this age to come and what we're doing in this age to come. Uh, we're actually calling it the Kingdom Restoration Age now because we've already crossed the threshold as far as I'm concerned. We're in it. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead and share a little bit more. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I, part of our challenge, when we talk about this thing of mindset, you know, what is, when we, we talk about the Greek mindset, the Hebrew mindset, again, these are nice phrases, but what do we actually mean? Well, within our Greek mindset in the Western culture, we, we've learned to be uh, very independent uh, and very separated from one another. And, and yeah. it's interesting how, you know, with this COVID and everything, not only are we pushed away from each other, separated physically into our own homes at times, but now we can't even show each other our faces. And, and yeah. to me, it's, it's a part of the whole enemy's way of keep trying to keep us separate hmm. because we come together and, and we actually uh, come with servants' hearts. How may I serve you? If that's my heart condition, how may I serve you? I can serve you by being on Kingdom Talks. That's an honor for me. I want to come and serve you. If we all were in a community where we had that part, it's the other person first. It's not me first. It's the other person yeah. first. That's the mindset shift. Well, and I think, um, you know, we were talking about just before we got went live on this part two, you know, what we teach is the dependent is a baby that can't do anything for itself. The independent is like a teenager or most people get stuck right there in the independent stage where we, I can do this all myself. I don't need anybody else and I'm just going to do my own thing versus moving into interdependency where yes, you can do your own thing. You have the ability to do your own thing. Jesus had the ability to do his own thing, but he never did anything unless he looked at what the father was doing. And he did that because that was kind of checking in with the oneness of what's good for the whole versus, hey, I can do this. I can maybe even have the power to move a storm in the other direction. But if I do that, am I thinking about what it's going to do to other people? You know, probably not in most cases. So am I thinking about myself or am I thinking about the whole? And as an interdependent person who's matured to that level, I'm looking at what do what do I bring to the body? What does the body need that I have that I can bring? And being willing to share that and to give it. And even in some cases, hey, I don't have anything to contribute to the body at the moment. So I'm going to come alongside you, Daniel. What do you need? How can I help you? Yeah, exactly. And so I think this is what we're going to be going into in this next season. Father is inviting us uh, really to come and and sit with him and hear his heart. Um, and, And that takes a certain discipline. Uh, and, and it also takes practice. You know, people yeah, often ask, yeah. they say, how, how, how can you guys prophesy at the drop of a hat? And we tell them, we just, we just do it. And, and we do yeah. it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, I think the father wants us, he does want us to hear his heart. And, uh, and, and he's inviting us to hear his heart. That's good. That's good. So I, I, I I'm ready to do an engagement if you if you're ready. But if you got more to share before we do it, uh, go right ahead. <laughs> well, 
I think one of the keys here that uh, it, it, many, many of the keys, the keys of the kingdom, he's given them all to us. Is, but one of the keys, you know, is uh, one of our mindsets, and you were talking about it a little bit there, is that our mindset has been has been more me first. What what is in yeah. my opinion? It is my conviction. It is my understanding. The way I see it. The way I just there's a problem here and but that's the big hurdle that a lot of people cannot get over you know well i understand it this way well i look at it this way and, and to get over that hurdle and say you know what i'm gonna first of all i'm gonna listen to the father number one i'm gonna listen to the father number two i'm gonna listen to the father speaking through you that's what i'm gonna listen. i'm gonna hear i want to hear his voice through his servants and then when i start to hear it's like wait it's like tuning a radio the old time radios you know, you tune it in, and all of a sudden, ooh, you hit, you hit it right on. That's the Father's voice. That's not Daniel's voice. That's not Gil's voice. That's the Father's voice. Yeah. And to respond to that and engage with that, it takes some practice. It does. It does. And, you know, the thing, the more and more we do this, um, <clears throat> I was just, you know, we all kind of go through these phases where it's easier to connect than, it, than at other times. And I was just asking the father about it today, um, actually the last few days, just saying, you know, what, what, is, what is that? And he says, well, when you understand and realize that you're always connected with me, then these ups and downs aren't ups and downs about whether we're connecting or not. It's just, you know, little exercise of the faith to understand how to engage even when you don't feel connected. And that to really understand, I'm always seated with Christ in heavenly places. You know, we, we teach people to step in and step out in the beginning so that they understand there's a difference. But once you understand, wait a minute, I'm always there. I never leave. I don't have to step in. I'm always there. So, you know, we, I've talked to people all the time that say, well, I just can't, you know, I just can't step in. I just can't see. Well, then just operate by faith because you're already there. Whether you like it or not, you're there. <laughs> so trust and have faith in that and operate in it. <laughs> Well, and we always encourage folks, you know, to use their sanctified imagination. And, and we've had some people that are kind of surprised at that comment. You, my imagination. Well, absolutely. I mean, where do you think when we say uh, when we say things like I see the father, where, what faculty is he using for me to see? He's using the faculty of the imagination. Now, it is sanctified, removed of of. Uh, 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 fantasy and some of the other things, those, that clutter has been removed, it sanctifies our imagination, and then we have an ability to dialogue with him on a whole nother level. And it's fascinating. It really is because once you, so I, one of the things I feel like we do is we make the choice to shift our focus. We're already there, so we don't have to go there. We're already there. Shift our focus to that existence of us. Shift our focus, and then that's a choice that we make. And for me, what I found is most of the time when I make that choice to focus there, I don't really have to do much more because he takes over. Now, some people may have to continue with the imagination to, you know, move things along. And that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But to, but as you get practiced at it, all of a sudden, you'll just make the choice to go or, you know, to engage or focus. And boom, you're, you're in an encounter and you're not doing anything. You know, it's father or whatever beings you're with that are, 
you know, you're having a, a heavenly encounter in a spiritual realm, which is more real than this one. Uh, yes, indeed. You know, uh, we've had people tell us, uh, we had, we've had a number of people say, well, I, I've never seen a vision. I, I can't have visions. We're like, really? All right, let's try an activation. So let's just, let me share with this little activation. What we do is we ask them, we want you, um, um, for the next 10 seconds, 20 seconds, look around your room. So they look and they look and they look. And I said, all right, now you got a good picture. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now close your eyes and describe what you see. And they say, well, I see a book over here and a picture over there and there's a door over there. And we're like, now what faculty are you using to picture that they're like oh <laughs> see you do have the ability to see visions but like you were saying Gil, and so right is when you when you give that over to the lord and with absolute trust i trust you lord with my imagination yeah. and then well, comes into the things that you could never make up on your own yeah seriously seriously you know the other thing too though is uh we we try to help people not make an idol out of seeing, you know, and it's because it's almost like we've built this hierarchy. If you can see, you're up here, and then you can hear, and then smell, and then taste and touch, you know, whatever order you want to put them in. But we've made this hierarchy, and we idolize seeing when I'm firmly believing that, number one, that's describing the functions of this body, you know, in the spiritual sense, and yet Father has an infinite amount of ways that he can communicate with you and that don't make an idol out of seeing understand that he's communicating with you all the time it's just we don't understand how to listen sometimes so when we when we shift to the idea of perceiving you know just begin to perceive whatever way he's communicating with you you may not have words for it it's okay but just understand he's always engaging with you because he's a loving father. He's right there with you all the time, never leaves you, and he's always engaging. So just trust that. Have faith that he's communicating with you. And you may not see. It's okay. You may not hear, taste, smell, or touch, but he's communicating with you, guaranteed. Well, Gil, if we, I think we just need to get in the presence of the Lord because I'm already beginning to sense a number of things. Uh, for one thing... Uh, there are people listening right now, and you're already having a visionary experience. You, you, you've already, you're being pulled into a visionary experience. You are already being pulled into the presence of the Father, and, and you're seeing Him. And right now, uh, I, I just see Him just as a that heavenly Father sitting in a beautiful uh, easy chair, a lazy boy, uh, that where the family would just come and sit around Him. And, and I, I just know that there are people listening right now, and you're experiencing that. You're, you're in the presence of the Father. You feel the warmth, the warmth of his love, the security of his presence. You can feel it. You're experiencing it. <laughs> Dan, I'm, as you're saying this, I'm seeing him sitting on that uh, kind of lazy boy. And again, these are pictures the Father gives to us in order to help us understand his heart. And so I see him on that lazy boy. And he's um, he's actually got, you know, some of you are very worried about what's going on. And he's just pulling you over and he's kind of just pulling his head, your head into his chest. And he's saying, just come here and rest. Just rest. And he pulls your head in. And then a few seconds pass. And it's like you pop your head up because you're worried about something else. And he just pulls your head right back down. <laughs> and he's kind of playing with you just like, yeah, keep resting. And he just keeps pulling you down. Nah, just rest a little longer. Nah, just rest because he wants your focus on him. 
you know, I think one thing that is so beautiful about these experiences, Gail, is, is that because I'm seeing the exact same thing. And shouldn't we? Shouldn't we? Hmm. We're there. You know, it's happening in real time. We're not making it up. Mm-hmm. This is Father's heart. This is what's happening. And, and I saw the same thing. And, and there's some even that, uh, you know, you, you, you feel like you've got some of the symptoms of COVID. And you're very, very concerned. Uh, maybe you don't even want to go get tested because you're afraid of what the test results might tell you. But just just going to the Father, you know, and, and letting him pull you into his heart like Gil was this right. Let me pull you into his heart. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think there's, I, I think, that, you know, there there is healing <clears throat> in his presence. There's healing. Absolutely. I feel the warmth of that, that healing balm. Hmm. 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 This may seem out of character for <clears throat> where we're currently at, but it's it's really not. He's because I see him uh, standing up and he's he's waving some people hmm. like come here, come here, and he's taking taking them into his strategy room. And he's saying, come here, let me show you something. And as you step into that strategy room, you realize, you know, there's a battle going on. There's a war going on. But you sense no stress. (laughs) There's no stress. There's no worry. It's simply, here's the strategy. The Father wants you to see the strategy that he has. That, you know, even if you're the one that's out there that's got symptoms and you're worried about whether it's COVID and the all the ramifications of what that might mean with your household and your work and everything else. And he, he takes you over and he, he gets into the minute details of his massive cosmic strategy. And he gets into the minute details and he's showing you your, your specific situation. And it's like, again, there's no worry and there's no concern because he has it all under control. And that you do not have to be worried. He will work it all out. All things will work out. All things work for the good of those who love him. And and you're obviously here because you love him. And so everything's going to work out. You don't have to worry about it. The bigger picture doesn't always work out the way we think. That's why we need to not have an expectation, but just have a an expectancy of the good goodness of our Father, our loving Father. But he will work things out. You just need to let go and be free. Amen. You know, brother, as you were sharing that, I, I again, I saw it so clearly. And and uh, and, and right now I'm seeing, uh, you know, uh, a young lady and uh, she looks very Asian, even Chinese. And it's like the Lord's putting his finger down on the strategy board. And he says, this is where you're at. And, and I see this young lady looking over going, yeah, I know. That's exactly where I'm at. And then it's like he took his finger and he pointed way down. Uh, the table, uh, and he goes, but this is the end, and I know mm. how it's going to work out, and mm. I can mm. settle over her, and others. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I see some of you that were coming in, and that you were looking down at your specific situation on the strategy table, and um, and you're like, oh, can it really be that I don't have to worry? And as you kind of sat, you know, sat back up, stood back up that you realized all of a sudden there's all these angels around you and they're assigned to you 
You know, they're there to help you. They want relationship with you. They're there for you. They're all for you. And these are this is just some of the strategy of the Father that he's got so many angels and beings and messengers around you that you're so taken care of. You're so blessed. Just focus on the goodness of the Lord. I just felt that there was there are those that are watching this. You have not taken a deep breath for weeks. Fear is literally restricted the amount of oxygen you could get into your body. Mm. You're just that. <clears throat> and it, as my as Gil was sharing there, I just felt that release. That just <gasps> you can take a deep breath. It's okay. Mm. Father has you, and He has your situation. <laughs> I just see a big sign, big massive. It's like a logo, or um, what would it be? The 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 word for the strategy room, anyway. It's a big massive like plaque, mm. and it just says, "It just says, all is good. <laughs> it all ends well. It's all good." We have nothing to worry about, nothing to stress about. He has you in his plan. That, that is so good. And, you know, um, I just have to say this, that in, the etern in eternity, we, we will be able to agree it did work out wonderfully. Yes. Now, things may not go the way you have planned in your own mind. But, mm -hmm. you know, there was a point... And when I was dealing with the cancer, I, I uh, crawled, really crawled into, uh, 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 we had a lady that would come over and, and get, massage my feet. So she had a massage table and she'd play worship music and pray in tongues. And, and um, I was in such pain that it, it was, it was a blessing. But anyway, this one day I walked, I crawled in there and, and literally on my hands and knees, I crawled up on the table. I laid down and I said, no matter what. I'm here and I love you and I will always love you regardless of the outcome. I put my literally put myself on the altar and I give everything, including the outcome. I trust you. You know, yeah. you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. When we can give up uh, again, our own expectations of the way we think things should be and trust that we have a loving God and make the assumption that he's got our best in mind all the time, that he's not doing anything because he's out to get us and he doesn't love us, but that we could just assume that he has our best in mind. It's just a beautiful place to be. It's a beautiful thing to assume with other people too, that when someone says or does something that you're offended by, first assume that they have your best in mind and then have a conversation to see what why, why did it come out the way it did? But assume that they have your best in mind, because especially if you're in, in relationship with them and you know they love you and you love them, assume they have your best in mind. That too can change the world. <laughs> it's all about the mindset. It's uh, and yeah. I have to keep saying this. I really believe we're coming into a season right now where the Father is going to be sending messenger after messenger that is going to talk about changing our mindset, how yeah. we look. How we look at ourselves, how we look at the Bible, how we look at everything. Look at it from his perspective. We cannot have a transformed uh, body until we have a transformed mind. And we have to change our thinking and the way we think. Because so much of the battle is just right up here. 
because here's what's really happening. And this, this kind of breaks my heart, but it, it's the truth that when we choose to believe a lie or we choose to engage with, a, you know, an entity of depression or discouragement, because those are choices. I've, I figured that out. I was 50 years old before I figured it out, but that I could choose not to be depressed and that I could engage with love, light and joy. And 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 but, it, you know, so I realized it was a choice. So but when I was choosing to be engaged with depression, I'm actually choosing to be engaged with an enemy of the light. I'm taking his side because I'm agreeing with it and I'm standing with it and I'm standing in it, in the yucky garbage stuff. So when we when we find that kind of spirit around us and in us, you know, we're standing in darkness and it is a choice. And I know that's really hard for a lot of people because you feel like you're trapped. But I can assure you, you're not. But there's no condemnation and there's no judgment. So don't take it as condemnation or judgment, but just understand you do have a choice and you really do. Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, you have all power and authority over the enemy. He gave it to you. So you've got it. So any power and authority that he has in you is because you gave it to him. Now, you may need to go through some court cases to eliminate some of those agreements and covenants and contracts that you made. You know, that's what helped me. But the fact is we have choice and we do not have to waller in that stuff. Uh, So true. So true. And and, uh, life is a lot more fun. Uh, without oh, yeah. the shoulda's, woulda's, the uh, shame, <laughs> uh, you know, all of those are useless. You know, some of the most useless uh, emotions that uh, are, that exist in the world are uh, fear, doubt, unbelief, anxiety, uh, worry. They're absolutely worthless, uh, along with shame and guilt. They're they're absolutely absolutely worthless. They do. If you could take all the shame and guilt and worry and anxiety, and you could crunch it all together into a I love that. That's good. (laughs) That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I used to beat myself up. I used to be the greatest person to beat myself up over mistakes, you know, that I'd make. And I'm so, so pleased to be in a place where when I screw up or make make a bad decision or mistake, you know, it's like, you know, if I hurt somebody else, then, yeah, I'm going to have a little remorse about, OK, what do I need to do to make, you know, re- reprimand or, or to repair the situation. Um, but if it's just a mistake that I made and it didn't come out the way I wanted it to, it's more like, hmm, well, I wonder how I can do that better next time. There you go. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's maturity. And, and that's a yeah. big thing going on in the body as well. It, is, we, it really is a time to grow up. And, and, you know, uh, unfortunately, we've not been challenged really uh, uh, personally to, to grow up uh, as much as uh, the king wants us to. And yeah. that, that time is we're really being challenged to be mature, uh, be adults and, and to grow up. And, and that means making adults make good decisions. You know, a child has a very difficult time making good decisions all the time. But as adults, we have a lot more uh, ability to look at the information that's being presented to us and make a decision. And so that is a big part. You know, it says in Romans 12, it says, it says, be therefore transformed. Yeah, not, the, not perfect. You be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. And that, and it's just like there's so many people that I wish I could. I don't know how to get that through to them because they, they make choices to engage with negative thinking, 
And, you know, I kick that stuff to the curve. And, you know, on rare occasion now, I would say like once a year, maybe twice a year, you know, I'll be in a situation where some of that negative thinking will just come and it's like, it's not going away. It's not going away. I'll go take a car car ride and I will yell at that stuff. I will yell at that stuff until I am feeling like, okay, it's gone. And then I'll engage with light. What's the opposite of whatever it was that was hounding me? Engage with light because I'm not going to give that stuff the time of day. I am not going to agree with it. That's just the bottom line. <laughs> you know, uh, many, many years ago, uh, my first marriage, unfortunately, ended in divorce. And, um, and I, it was something I did not want. And... Um, uh, and I and I was depressed, and uh, so the doctor prescribed some medication to help me get to sleep. And so I went to the pharmacy, and the lady hands tells me what it's going to cost, and I said, "Well, that's depressing." <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I didn't. I wasn't uh, on them uh, for just maybe a week or so. I said, "Ah, that's not for me." But uh, here's the interesting thing when you were mentioning this. I'm I, I really suffering under that dark cloud of depression. And if everyone's ever been in that pit, that, that well, and uh, that darkness, it, it's horrible. And, uh, and I was in that place. And if one day, though, I walked into my apartment, and, and without, this wasn't by teaching. It was something spontaneous. I can only say Holy Spirit did it. I reached down like I was pulling out a sword, and I went, I pulled it out. And I took this thing and I said, in the name of Jesus, I come against you, spirit of depression. Instantly, it disappears. Come on. I, it, I literally, it, it's that easy. <laughs> really? I, I, literally, I, literally sat there with, I, I didn't know it was loaded. <laughs> I mean, how, how can you go from bleak, dark, oppressive depression at one moment and then it instantly disappears? Oh, yeah, you know, and that was the, the my last battle with depression was exactly that way. It came on me subtly and I, I was I was depressed because I was depressed. I'm like, why am I depressed again? I thought I was over this. And um, but, you know, I, I was actually at the gym and the father says, you're going to practice what you teach, which was courts of heaven. So I went into the courts. I did my thing and I came back home. I mean, I totally changed right in that instant. And when I came back home, my wife was like, Holy cow, that's never happened before. Because she, you know, anytime I ever got depressed before, it was days and weeks into this deep, dark dive of depression. And then days and weeks out, uh, never had I been in a depression and just snapped right out of it. Never. And so that was courts of heaven. Very powerful. And and what is the courts of heaven? It's, It's us sitting there going, I want to be in your presence, Father. I want to come before the righteous judge of the universe. You are the ultimate authority over every spirit, every illness, every phobia, every everything. You are the righteous judge, and I want to be in your presence. And, yeah. and, I, and I need to bring before you what I'm battling right now, and I want to put it right in front of you. You know, uh, I, I'm studying, trying to learn some Hebrew, and, and uh, one thing I learned, there's this, this uh, Hebrew word, and the Hebrew word is Satan. S-A-T-A-N. Satan, yep. But what was yep. an interesting thing about that word, I, 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 I like it better in the Hebrew than the English. But, uh, but the interesting thing about that word in Hebrew, it means the prosecuting attorney. Pro, hmm. The process. One of the definitions of Satan or Satan in Hebrew is the prosecuting attorney that wants to come 
her and accuse you of this, that, and the other constantly. And to be able yeah. to go in front of the father and say, I'm being accused of this father. And hear father say, what do you plead? I plead the blood of Jesus. And Jesus there is our advocate says, I, I, I've got his back and shut down that voice of accusation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so what are we doing when we go into the courts? Literally, we are renewing our minds because we're going in there. We are repenting. We're asking that every legal right that we've given to the darkness gets washed away and it's gone. And that's a renewing of our mind. So we stop thinking about that stuff. And so, you know, the advice uh, I gave in this last conference to everybody that was you know, struggling with, you know, having this stuff come in their brain and, you know, just thinking about it and dwelling on it and choosing to think about that rather than God's goodness and his light. My advice was really, really profound. It was just stop it. <laughs> just stop it. You have the choice. Don't give it the time of day. Stop thinking about it and renew your mind onto good things that the Father's doing. <laughs> That's the old Bob Newhart thing, you know. Stop it. <laughs> no, I love it because you're exactly right. It, it, it is true. You know, every, it, those negative thoughts come at us and we have a choice. Do I entertain it? Am I going to go spend an hour entertaining this 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 diabolical thought? Am I going to go spend a week on this thought? You know, how much time am I actually going to spend on this thing? You know, and when you, yeah. when you exercise the discipline to to say no, stop it. I am not going to give it a moment's notice. It, yep. it, again, it just it, it blew me away. Then it still blows me away of how quickly that stuff just disappears. Just goes. Ooh. Yes. Because we gave it no entertainment. When you finally realize how powerful you are, it's easy. It, I mean, I'm dead serious. When you realize how powerful you are, that you can just say, no, no, not going to think about you, not going to let you into my thought pattern. I'm done with you. Move on. <laughs> when you realize that you, that's all you have to do, it becomes so easy. Now, it doesn't mean that something subtle is not going to kind of get its way in there. It happens. And when, when I realize, oh, crud, something got in. It's back to the courts or either, you know, sometimes I just got to say, no, I'm not agreeing with you out. And it's changed my life. Um, totally different person than I was five, six years ago. But you know what? We were, we're already 30 minutes in. We're, we're, we're past time. We're going to have to take this to the behind the scenes. Okay. <laughs> this has been really, really good. I hope everyone's appreciated this and uh, got something good out of it. But, the, you know, the battle pretty much is up here. We get to choose, and Father's already given us through Jesus, Luke ten nineteen, all the power and authority over the enemy, and we just need to use it. You are powerful. So, Daniel, love you, brother. <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> always good, always fun. So, um, yeah, if you want to hear more, we're going to go to the behind-the-scenes section and have even more fun. So, join us over there. You can go to kingdomtalksmedia.com and uh, become a partner and join us on the behind the scenes section. All right. We love you all and we'll see you all next time. Take care. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at kingdomtalksmedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. 
Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.